Thank you. Simple kind of man. Be a simple kind of man. Why don't we just stop it? Alrighty then. Everybody well today? Everybody doing okie dokie? Have you been have you been plowing the North 40 today? Taking your time out working in the fields with your hands in the dirt? Well, me neither. But it's a good thought, isn't it? <laughs> today is a good day. Today is a good day. You guys, movie watchers, um, old movies, old, famous, wonderfully made movies. So to begin with, I, wanna, I would like to put an image in your head. You know the movie, West Side Story. You know, Tony and Maria. All that good, you know, all that good stuff. West Side Story. The very begin at the very beginning, here's the image that I remember, hope I'm right, isn't the first scene of West Side Story when some leader of the gang, of one of the gangs, the Jets and the Sharks, New York City, um, he's walking down the street kind of like this, and he starts, remember he starts, and then somebody joins to the side of him, and they both in unison are, walking down the street, just clicking. It's a musical, by the way, if you didn't know that. And then the third person behind him. And then the fourth and the fifth. And this gang's pretty soon moving down the street. And they're like, pah, pah. they're just clicking as they're walking down the street and people noticing the jets coming down the street. Remember that? Or if you're too young, watch some old movies. Come on, people. All right. <laughs> Keep that in mind. In a minute, we'll filter back to that image. First, let's talk about Istanbul, Turkey. One of the most beautiful cities in the world. Absolutely gorgeous. It sits on two continents, Europe and Asia. How is that possible? Well, there's something called, uh, there's the, here's the Aegean over here, here's the Black Sea over here, and up through there it narrows down, Dardanelles, up to the Bosphorus, and the Bosphorus, you know, goes up right up through where Istanbul is. And so they got this, this um, it would be like a huge river, it looked like a huge river, like the Mississippi or something, maybe. Maybe not even quite as wide as the Mississippi, no. That runs through Istanbul. And so that separation, the Bosphorus, that goes from the Aegean up to the Black Sea, separates two continents, Europe and Asia. And Istanbul is on both sides of the Bosphorus. So there's your two continents. It's gorgeous, you know, the, the, the city of the sultans, palaces, um, the views that you look around, the history that's there, you know, all the way back, you know, with the 
with uh, the Byzantine uh, Empire moving up through the Middle Ages and the Ottomans and so forth and so on, the Turks coming and, and uh, all the marvelous history there. So, gorgeous city, beautiful city to visit. So you, in this story that I'm going to tell you, I'm going to uh, recount for you this experience I had in Istanbul. Remember this, it's safe to visit now. It's good to visit now. It's a beautiful place to take a vacation if you're up to it. Don't let fear control you. There's a lot of places in the United States, lots of places in the United States that aren't as safe as Istanbul. So put that in your pipe and smoke it, if you will. Think about that. Okay. Now, with that in mind, let's um, go back in time a ways. When I was a bit younger than I am now, and I uh, went up with a couple of friends, I believe, two or three, from southern Turkey up to Istanbul to spend a few weeks. We had an apartment there, or a friend of a friend had an apartment that we could use while we're there. And uh, the, the apartment was located near the uh, uh, Istanbul University. And we were, you know, I was trying to learn some more Turkish and walking around, loving the history, doing this and that, sometimes with my friends. Other, I always spend a lot of time by myself. I don't know why, but I always enjoy just taking long walks by myself, as well as with friends and people you meet. You walk around and go to pastry shops and tea houses and coffee houses and, and uh, just go to these great lakontases, these great little restaurants like smorgasbords, or you could order out wonderful Turkish food, all that wonderful day-to-day uh -uh, -day living, so comfortable. Great memories, wonderful memories. There's the setting. One afternoon, it was a pretty day, gorgeous day, maybe in the middle 80s to low 80s. Sun's out, slight breeze coming up. You know, I just remember, remember it's a gorgeous day. And I decide to walk over by uh, along the university campus and I go down into some side streets and I'm walking around. Architecture is out of this world, the old architecture that's there. And I'm just walking around, just enjoying the day. When suddenly, as I'm walking down the wide sidewalk, some Turkish young man walks up and starts walking right next to me. I don't know him. He just kind of walks right next, starts kind of walking right next to me. So I'm walking. I don't stop. I just go, oh, like kind of just remember glancing over and he's looking at me. And I went, I went, merhaba. And uh, he went, hello. I went, hello. And he said this. He goes, he speaks to me and he goes, uh, in English. Uh, someone very important will speak to you. I'm like, oh. It makes me curiouser and curiouser. 
I have, I'm guilty of maybe too much curiosity in my travels, in my life. I'm like, oh, wow. So I said, I don't know if, what, I, I really can't remember what I said to him. I was like, oh, wow. As we continued to walk, I'm just trying to take that in. Well, almost immediately after he said that, you with me now? Let's go back and pick up the image of West Side Story, the beginning, where he's walking down the street, and, and, and he's like walking down the street, and people join him on the side, and he's like, they're all like, pah, pah, pah. it's a musical, I already told you that. They're, they're snapping their fingers, like in unison, as they're walking. As soon as that young man said it to me, maybe age 20, there was another guy that appeared on this side of me. Noticed it. I thought, oh. And sure enough, you're guessing what's going on. I looked, and two guys had already come up behind us and were walking right behind us. Two more came out. It was like chore it was almost like West Side Story. It was choreographed. It's kind of strange. But it was just fascinating at the same time. So they put up in front in front of me. So now we have two, three, and I'm in the middle, and two walking down the sidewalk. And I'm and I'm like, huh. And he goes, we go this way, we go this way. And you know what? It didn't even dawn on me at the moment, it kind of, I thought, what a fascinating situation. I'm like, hmm, somebody wants to talk to me. Okay. It didn't dawn on me just to suddenly dart out from him and just take off, which I could have done, and I'm sure it worked out. Because I was a pretty fast guy in those days. Um, we walked down, I remember it went down, the street kind of went down for a block. It was a long block, too. So we got down there in the street, and we, as we got down there in the street, the two in front, no, one of the two in front kind of took off at a fast little trot and turned the corner. So we got down to the end of the street, we turned the corner, and we walked up on um, a very quaint old Turkish tea house. Turkish tea, chai. And they're all over the place, by the way, obviously. In the Middle East and Turkey, Turkish tea houses, Turkey's coffee houses, they play baklava, they, 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 they back, backgammon, um, and uh, other games, and drink tea, and smoke the hookahs, the Turkish water pipes. And that's, that's what you see in a, in a typical Turkish tea house. So anyway, we turn the corner. We walked down about a half a block and started walking right towards this, this tea house that was right in front of us. With actually a beautiful view behind it of the Bosphorus, maybe way, way away. So we walk up, get up to the door, and I notice as I'm looking in the windows that nobody's inside. And as we'll see, it's already been cleared out for this sudden, out of the blue, surprise conversation that's about to occur. So um, we, the, we walk inside. The two guys go inside. 
I go in next, the next four come in behind me, and we walk into this Turkish tea house. There's only two people inside. When we, when we seven got in, there's only two people inside. The chai the, the chai man, the man, uh, the owner, the man that has the chai, and a 35-year-old tall Turkish man standing in front of me. So we walk in. I look at him. He looks at me. And the Turkish tea guy standing right over here. There's windows in the back. So I stand there for a moment. I uh, smile or I nod. And I don't remember who said what at first, whether I said merhaba or he did. But he said, merhaba, hoş geldiniz. You're welcome. So understanding that now I'm under the roof as a guest. See, I keep that in mind. I, I was aware of that without going through my mind that I have to be aware of this. But I knew that old traditions come into play, at, you know, when you're invited, as I was invited. Have you ever had an invitation like that? being surrounded on the street and kind of do a, a march down the street. And I was going to talk to someone that was very important, I was told. So he says, welcome, hush geldenis, come in. And I said, my response is hush bulduk. Okay. So there's a table about 15 feet in front of me after I walk in, it's a small table. There's a chair that's this side of the table, and there's a chair on the other side of the table. So I walk over. I've been invited. He motions for me to sit down. I sit down in the chair. He sits, he sits down in the chair. I can't remember his name. I can remember specific, the whole conversation. I remember, and I blanked on his name. Could have been Mehmet. Could have been Ali. Could have been a boy named Sue. I don't know. I don't remember. That's weird. The chai ji, the chai men came over, pour us each a glass of tea, those small glasses of tea, sugar on the side. I took one lump, put it in there like that. We did the ritual. Nobody had said anything at this point. And he looks at me. I look at him. I think that I gave him my name. My name is John, and I can't remember his name. Well, he, this is in Turkish, well, he switches to English. As a lot of times, if, they, if a person in another country speaks English, they love to, to speak the English. So this tall Turkish man, he was about 6'1", maybe. So he was taller than I was. I am. I was. And... Here is the conversation. Now, keep this in mind, please. Um, the, there's a, at this, at this time, there was a lot of political unrest going on in Turkey. There was um, uh, assassinations. There was uh, a lot of violence with, with, with some bombings and some car bombings. There were some American soldiers who were um, killed that, on the bases there. A couple of them were picked off early on. 
couple of them were wounded. So it was, this was going on. And especially on the Turkish university campuses, it was even, you know, extirbated. It was, it was exacerbated there. All right. Is that the right word? Yes. And um, so it was between the left and the right. That's what it was. Left and right. Solda, salda. Left and right. Um, so let me just say that, that that was going on. There was some pretty severe political unrest. Much ado about something and much ado about what you can relate to today as you've seen on the news. And a lot of the news does hide things from you. A lot of the, uh, a lot of the news does. You don't get the full picture. It's, it's very slanted these days, objectively speaking. You make up your own mind. I'm one that takes objectivity maybe too seriously because I'm so severe upon myself about being objective, about all kinds of stuff. And so, my opinion is that it's very, very uh, underreported a lot of the unrest that's, that's going on in the streets. Well, this was going on in Turkey. Okay? Going on in Turkey. So we sip a bit of tea. I'm not worried or frightened or scared. I'm intrigued but very aware. I don't know to this day why he was, probably was at this point, if he was involved in a small terrorist cell there that apparently he was running, um, or why he chose me to speak these words. He says to me, Let's call him Ali. Ali says to me, you are American. And I say, yes, sir, I am an American. I'm from Texas. They know about Texas. They think everybody's a cowboy. So it kind of, it kind of fascinates them. And he kind of went, Ali says, why are you here in Turkey? And I say to Ali, I love the culture and people of Turkey. I love the history of Turkey. And especially, I love the food of Turkey. Lighten it up a little bit. And... Uh, Ollie smiles, didn't smirk. He gave me kind of that half smile like, okay, all right. I don't know if he expected me to be intimidated or, or not, but I had uh, uh, peace. Uh, I had a peace from the Lord. <laughs> Just put it that way. Ollie says, not good time to be in Turkey. You must leave. You must go away from Turkey. 
Ollie said to me. I said, why do you want me to go? Why do you want me to leave Turkey? He quickly answered this. As soon as I asked it, I remember. He says, if you not leave Turkey, you not leave Turkey, you will die. He's pretty firm about it. The finger pointing, he had his hand up. He says, you, you will die. I think he had his finger like this. You will die. I wasn't expecting that. I didn't know if that he meant from specifically him or his group. I was like, I just was like, oh. And I remember just sitting there for a few seconds, absorbing what he just told me, that I need to leave or I would die. I remember that that's what you do when you think, you know, you can draw on the dirt, but there wasn't any dirt to draw on. So I took the tea and I was sipping at the tea and I remember I did hesitate. I was I remember going, whoa, whoa, okay. And so for that 10 or 15 seconds where it was silent in there, after he said that, I did that. I just sipped tea, put the tea back down, and I looked at Ollie. And I think I even gave kind of a, a, a smile maybe, a, not, not a smile, but maybe just a, hmm. And I said to him, I said, when I die, that is not for you to decide. My Lord, he will make that decision about when I die. And so, he looked at me and I looked at him. And we drank tea. And we thought about what each other had just said. And so I will say this, that he was considering those words, the way he was looking at me and the way that he kind of looked off and the way they looked back at me. The, the six fellows behind me, I could not see them. I didn't turn my head or anything. It was all focused upon Ollie. And so with that in mind, I, I really, I really didn't know what was going to occur at this point in time. He got the message to me and I got my response to him that it wasn't up to him. And so that said, that said, here's what happened. He stood up and I stood up and he went Tamam, which means in Turkish, okay then, all right, okay, okay then. So I knew the conversation was over. And he nodded at me. He just went, Tamam. So 
I took that as a good sign that there would be no coup de grace in the back of my head. I wasn't worried about that. It's all up to the one and only who made us and whose children we are, whose child that I am. And so it was up to him, to God, what occurred at that moment in time. He looked behind me and he nodded like this on both sides all around. And he looked back at me and just nodded again, as in, you're dismissed. <laughs> so, I did the only thing I could do. I went. I put out my hand. He was a bit surprised and he hesitated just for a split second. He just went, and he put out his hand, and we shook. And I said, thank you for the tea. And I turned around, and they'd already stood aside, and one was at the door. So I walked back there, and I nodded, and walked back outside onto the street, and continued my wanderings. What a fascinating, what, what, a, what a fascinating few moments in time that was. Just out of the blue, a conversation with a cell of um, whatever group that they were a splinter of or a part of, whatever, I don't know if they were even left or right, far left or far right, I didn't know, didn't care particularly at that moment in time. So. Maybe he was just being friendly and giving me a, a saying, it's dangerous waters here, get out of town. Maybe he was giving me a personal warning. Maybe there was some kind of honor in doing that. I don't know. But I do note that when I went under into the tea house that I was being hosted. So I really wasn't worried about uh, uh, a violent outcome there. You know, traditions that are thousands of years old in other parts of the world about hospitality are very, very honored and very strong. So just with that in mind, I, I wanted to make sure you understood that. Lessons. Lessons. Now in the lessons, I would like to, to um, say this. I'm just going to give you what the lessons over the years, I've thought about this, but I'm not going to talk very much about them. I just want to say a, a specifically a couple of things. Let your curiosity lead you to greater understanding. Never give up on your curiosity. Never give up on that beautiful imagining of what the world is like and what in a situation might unfold if you would just not freeze up. That takes time, that takes confidence, and that takes courage on your part. In today's world, courage is what is expected of mature adults. It's, 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 it's expected of you. You've seen a lot. You see what's going on. You don't have to be over the top. Courage is not being over the top. It is just being confident 
maybe somewhat in yourself, but mostly in a relational value that you have with your Maker or with your Lord. You know that um, that's what it's about. The next lesson is the one that I want to leave you with today. Don't be frozen by the circumstances surrounding you. Don't be frozen by them. Go with your gut and go with wisdom. But also, speak your mind with humility, not with anger. Just do it for real. Do it for real. All the time. And the last thing with the sign-off is none of us will ever go before our time. None of us will ever go before our time. I hope that you take that to heart because the one and only, he has you in his hand. That's a reality. This is not religion. We're still going to get to that. We're still going to talk about religion versus relationship and get to that. And maybe a lot of you all could kick off some more of that religious spirit if that's still hanging on to you. We will not go. We, you or I, will not go until the appointed time to go home. That's the time that's already been set aside for your home going, for my home going. So don't be afraid to walk the walk, to love the love, and to enjoy being a child. It's the best thing ever. Go into that tea house. See what's up. Love you guys. Take care.